Hunters, how's it going? Thank you for coming here to listen to this wrestling podcast, kind of thing, I suppose, um, where I, Chibor, you wrestlers from the independent wrestling scene, former WWE superstars, WCW superstars, former TNA, Impact Wrestling superstars, you name it, I'm going to be interviewing them. I don't just interview wrestlers, I also interview musicians and just public figures. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. Uh, so if you are a fan of listening to a bearded, bald-headed brawler whose uh, vocabulary is a little crap, then you come to the right place. Thanks for listening, and uh, stay safe, stay positive. Hashtag, yeah. To the rambles, like I said, this is episode freaking 40. Um, I'll go on to YouTube. This is episode five going on to all your major podcasting sites that you all know and love. Today, I have a returning guest. He's already lost his ramble to virginity. Um, I decide, decided to invite him back because he was un unable to attend the last uh, Pro Wrestling Carnage uh, interview for reasons. And uh, yeah, so I said, Guy, I want you in this. I want you, I want your views on the uh, carnage, so I invite you back. So yeah, today I sit down with a uh, co-promoter of Pro Wrestling Carnage, Kai Sambro. So weird to hear co-promoter, mad. <laughs> yeah, but that's what it is, isn't it? Co with Coco, co-promoter, Coco Pops. Also, I don't know. Coco Pops promoters, that's us. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously. From the last time we spoke on the Rambles, um, not really much has changed, <laughs> to be honest. Not, not as far as the world goes, no. no. I've had one match since then, during like in between lockdowns. Well, I say I've had a match. I saw, I was in a ring, that, let's just put it that way. Uh, but that's about it, because the world's still insane. But we did announce Carnage in the interim between my last interview and this one, so... We have some things to talk about yeah, as far as that goes. That's good. <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, that's why you're here because I would like to know your views on Carnage. Obviously, uh, heard Danny's, heard uh, Blanche's, heard uh, David's, or whatever his name is now. I can't, I can't remember what his name is anymore. Um, so yeah, so the first question to you, Kai, is what does Carnage mean to you? It, it means nothing to you, really. Um, without Carnage, there wouldn't really be a base for me, I don't think. So um, Carnage is really a place where we can invite people uh, in wrestling, new, old, the future, to just come in and try and do something new. Because I don't want people to come in and do the same gimmick they've been doing for 20, 30 years. You know what I mean? When, when Blanche comes in, I don't want him doing the same things he was doing 20 years ago, and he doesn't want to either, which is fantastic. Yeah. So we're every, everything's changing, everything's going on, and it's mutating. Buy the merch. Teespring. Carnage. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Um, sorry. Oh. I, I'll do that about five times during this. because that's, that's what we're here for. You know, you plug away, pal. You plug away. Buy your merch. Um, but yeah, so Carnage for me is literally the word mutation. Um, everything's all about change. And with Carnage, it was Danny, 
me, then Dav, then Blanche, we all we all wanted something different. We all wanted something new out of what we were doing. And together we sort of came up with this thing. Um, it took on a life of its own and has got a lot of people talking about it, which as, you know, me sitting in my bedroom at, at 18 years old, barely scratching the surface of 19 in just a few days. Like it's, it's insane that something with my name attached to it has literally got so much buzz about it. It's, it's insane. So yeah, it's still mad. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Carnage definitely has. Um, it's got eyes on him. Um, you guys are a talk of the town, as the saying goes, I think. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, like I've said in a couple of people's episodes, talking about Carnage and uh, on Cayman's uh, Cayman show. Cheap plug for him. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. <clears throat> I'm excited to see what you guys are going to come out with. Not just because you've booked me. I genuinely am excited to see. <laughs> I'll put that out there. Um, it all just... It all just sounds... Exciting, you know? It's, it's, there's four guys who've got different backgrounds in wrestling and, they, you know, different... They've had different careers. They's, they've been in it different lengths of time and all that. And it's... You know, I, I, I don't know. There's just something about it. I don't know. I can't quite... I think I want it is, but it's gonna be good. Hopefully, yeah, we, don't, we don't want this, the you know the same old stale stuff that people do. Um, like that, that's not to put anyone down. But I, everything I see, you know, I look at it and I've gone, oh yeah, I love that. But I've seen it here. Like we are gonna retread old ground. Like it's you can't really be original in in wrestling as original as you'd want to be. You know what I mean? But there are, there are a few things and a few ideas that we've all had that we've sort of mutated uh, and sort of changed into our own image that I think could be really exciting and uh, could really get a lot of people talking and uh, get all, hopefully get a lot of people to, uh, to sort of turn into our shows and come along and bring their family and make it a really fun environment because at the end of the day, that's what wrestling's all about, so... But that's all we're trying to do is we're trying to build something fun and exciting, which I feel like, especially after the couple of years we've had now of COVID, that we're definitely going to need something like that. And uh, I just hope we can contribute to that, really. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, Hopefully you'll be able to. Um, all sounds promising. Everything, everything I, I've been told or I've heard, all sounds promising to me. Uh, but, you know, you've got to see that. Hopefully that goes into effect. Uh, but only time will tell. So, uh, next question is, what makes you think Carnage uh, can compete with the top Welsh promotions? Uh, well, it's hunger, I think. Um, you know, complacency in wrestling is a death nail. And I got very complacent where I was before Carnage. Very, very complacent to the point where I would just sort of take everything and accept it. So, I, I think that really halted me for a while and I didn't progress um and I feel like a, a lot of promoters are like that or can be like that as well um where they sort of my product's working it works like this these guys work yeah we leave it like that for me like carnage shouldn't be and can't really be like that because we're bringing in a lot of guys from the past um that we really think could help new talent new talent like J uh, Jimmy Taylor, James Ellis, that we really want to bring in new talent after so they can be the, you know, 
bigger heads there. So we want Carnage to really be a stepping stone. I know Dan touched on that um, in the last thing. Like myself, I'm not expecting Carnage to be the top of the Welsh wrestling scene as far as, you know, huge gates and, you know, ticket sales, whatever. Like, obviously I want that, mm. but my, in my mind, I know that that's a future goal, not a current goal. Current goal is to just sort of build new stars and build new people that uh, people in England, Scotland, Ireland, in Europe can look at and go, right, we want him. Because if we see Jimmy Taylor or James Ellis or Sam Parker, you know, working in uh, Pro Wrestling Holland or WXW, good God, you know, that's the dream. Like for me now, Carnage is me putting myself on the back burner. Like I've, I've done what I wanted to do in wrestling. I wrestled and that's about, you know, that's about it. I never really wanted anything else. So I wanted that and I wanted to run a show and I'm getting to do that with three guys that I respect the hell out of. And I'm getting to do it with a locker room full of guys that I think could really, really, really make Carnage something really special. So I'm not really looking to compete with anyone else because Carnage is going to be something in its own right. Um, like, I obviously, I want to partner with companies. Like, the dream is to have, like, a multi-show, uh, a multi-company show. Like, have everyone sort of band in together. I know it's pretty much a pipe dream. But, you know, the, the it's there. You know, whatever it is, I think there's about... There's probably, underground, there's, like, 30-odd companies in Wales now just all scrambling together. So, you know, we have a like a 10 match card triple threats whatever you know what i mean i'm that i'd be i'd be content with that but i'm not looking to conquer anything i'm not looking to you know outsell anyone and make anyone you know sort of fall behind on sales or anything i'm just here to really give people somewhere to go and give them a platform that's really it so to answer your question what do i think carnage about carnage can sort of contend with the best companies in wales we're a company in Wales. And I think that that gives us a chance because as long as we're going and as long as we're trying, then, you know, there's nothing really, I don't think there's anything people could really say about that. Cause you know, at the end of the day, Dan's been doing this for God knows how long. So has Blanche, me and Dav are coming up in this. I'm four years, five years deep now. So, you know, I'm not going to contend. Yeah, exactly. You're looking at me like, Oh, you're a baby. No, no, I, I just went the wrong, completely wrong direction with that one. Oh, God, damn it. Um, I've, I clocked what I said now, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, right. see, I, I catch him. I get him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say now, because you said that. But, you know, yeah, I've, I'm four or five years in. I'm not going to, myself, I'm not going to be able to compete with someone with oh, experience of Ravenhill. Like, I wouldn't even dream of that. He's he's got what works. He knows what works, and he's really good at it. You know, so that's the pinnacle of Welsh wrestling. It's Welsh wrestling, and Carnage. If Carnage can be considered in the same breath as Welsh wrestling in 10, 15 years, I'm happy. If not, you know what? We had a heck. We had a hell of a roster to start off with, and I'm sure our roster is going to expand and get better as the years go on. Hopefully, so that's that's really it. You know, I'm not going to hope to be the WWE of Wales. I want to be the carnage and that's it. I like that. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's very good. You've all had good answers to that one, to be fair, you know, so I respect that. 
I love the fact you're all just like, you know, when we're not in this just for ourselves or in this for everybody. We want to help everybody. We want to help the newcomers of wrestling, the new generation, you know, and it's... I'm, I'm never going to be, you know, main event in WrestleMania. And I, I've never really set out to do that. Um, someone once said, uh, they messaged me and they said, let's be honest, you're not a wrestler. And to be fair, you're probably right. I'm not. I'm, I'm in wrestling because I love wrestling. And I'm going to stay in wrestling because I love the people in wrestling, for the most part. Yeah. You know, you, you do get people like Endlessly who I want to slap in the face with a train, but you know. Yeah, what's up with him? I don't. I, I, is Endlessly actually signed and how? That's my next. Okay, no, so right. this is my question. Is is Endlessly actually signed and how did he, how did you, how did he convince you if he is? Right, here's the thing, okay. We launched um, on, I think it was like September 6th or something. It was early in September. And then he started popping up on like the 18th, 19th and immediately was just hounding us. Like I remember slammed down, uh, booked him, you know, all the power to him. Uh, and then CWF booked him and we were like, oh, okay, maybe this, this kid has some potential. And then he just started hounding us. I think he sent us like 619 emails. He sent us about 17 gift hampers. Uh, about nice. something. Oh, oh, they were good gift hampers. I got, I got quite a lot of chocolates. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, something to help me through the lockdowns. Yeah. But he just he he's persistent. We, we'll give him that. He's he's persistent. He's trying. Bless him. Um. You know he's not he's not going to be the the heavyweight champion anytime soon. Uh, well, you never know. I mean, look at Bram Serial. Yeah, but Rey Mysterio had the, had this thing called being Rey Mysterio, and endlessly hasn't got that. So you know, we'll see how we'll see how he goes on the on the pre shows. We'll see how he goes, but uh, he he can have some dark matches. You get a dark match, kid. Here we go. But uh, there we go. Kind of in a in a Mark Daniels there. <laughs> in grand, you, you get a dark match, kid. So oh, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, uh, if that was me, that would be annoying the shit out of me. But, um, you know, I suppose, you know, this is a, wrestling is a land of opportunity. Then, you know, that, I think that's what wrestling needs sometimes. I think, you know, uh, promoters, I don't know, because that's different. Uh, sometimes you need an opportunity to uh, show people what you can do. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it goes over. Sometimes it can be bad to other people. But um, yeah, it's just it's about the opportunities you give to people. I think that's what people remember the most. And uh, I don't how oh, why not? You know, you got this bloke, kid, whatever this person is, endlessly kid is. He's nineteen, um, so he's got a little, he's got a year on me. There we are. Yeah. So, so yeah, I suppose just see what he can do. I guess, isn't it? I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to turn anyone away per se. Like everyone's on the list. If if we can't get you in now, we'll try and get you in later on, and that's that's it. But if you keep hounding us, odds are we're not gonna bring you in immediately. So please don't send us six hundred and nineteen emails. Uh, Seventeen, but you can send them. You know, we'd happily accept the gift hampers. But yeah, end, endlessly is an exception to the rule in that because he just annoyed us. And there we are. Oh, fair enough. Um, so obviously, <clears throat> I asked the other uh, the other guys this because I've. As I wanted to, and I felt like it was necessary. Um, you were with RIW for a while. 
you <clears throat> stated a couple of months ago that you are basically um, stepping away. Um, so explain that. Why did you think it, you needed to step away from ROW? Was it for the good? Was it for the... Yeah, in your own words. Well, I, you know, I have nothing bad to really say about the opportunities that I had in ROW. I mean, I, you've seen me do all the jobs, I think. You know, uh, my first... The first things I did there was like ring crew and timekeeper and sound, music, entrance, uh, lights. I, I tried to do it all uh, as much as I could. And then, you know, they said, right, we need a referee. So I, I went out and I refed. Didn't know how to ref. You know, God, God bless them. God bless their souls. They just sent this kid out there like, count the three. I'm like, fine, that'll do. Um, I, I went backstage and people said, we want to see you do that again. So I did it many times after that. So I learned a skill through that. Ring announcing, I ended up falling in love with doing that through RAW. I wouldn't have loved it if I didn't get the chance to do it there. And obviously, they were the first company that trained me and the first company that let me wrestle. So I have nothing to say about the opportunities there. But, you know, there's always good things hidden in the bad things and all the bad things hidden in the good things. And after four years of, of being there and seeing some things that I found a bit questionable, you know, I, I won't name names. I won't point out anyone because that's not my place. I'm done with them. So, you know, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus there. But it's like when you see the same thing happening over and over again with people getting opportunities for just because they said the right things, you know, it's like you can only take so much. And I'm someone who's very much stooped because I learned the hard way because I've said this before in my last rambles. I came into wrestling. I was the biggest piece of shit person. Like I had no respect for anyone. Um, I'd like to think that's changed a lot since. Mm. Um because I learned the hard way that that's not how you, that's not how you get ahead in this business. Um, but, you know, I saw a lot of people that came in that were like me when I started and weren't willing to change and look at their behavior and, you know, sort of do that. And it, it just got to the point where, you know, I've been overlooked um, for three years, four years, whatever, uh, in place of people who just sort of showed up did a couple bumps and got in the ring and wrestled. And like, that's not how I think, I think wrestling should go. Mm. Like if, if that's what happened with you and you trained like five sessions and you got a match, all well and good, well done. As long as you don't injure anyone and as long as you're safe, fine. Yeah. But you know, for me, it took 18 months for me to get my first match. And I think that's the best thing that ever happened to me. Cause after my debut, I know a lot of people say first match ego. For me, my first match, my ego went, because I realized I ain't shit. Like I'm just, I'm just a wrestler. Like I'm I'm a cog in a machine. Like that's all, that's it. And that's that's my mentality to this day, you know. Uh, but there are a lot of things there that didn't sit right with me for a while. Um, and I'd left prior, I'd left in November 2019, but because Carnage wasn't a thing uh at that point, I didn't have anything to fall back onto. And I'd, you know, in my past as a arrogant child i pissed a lot of people off so i didn't feel like approaching anyone because i thought you know i'd get into some spats there uh the majority of the people that i thought i'd annoyed i hadn't thankfully mm. so you know I'm, I'm hoping that i can actually forge some relationships with carnage through that and yeah. the people that reached out to me uh, over that period but i went back 
had a few, you know, good sessions there, had a few bad ones. But it's through the lockdowns that I've really had time to reflect on everything and go, okay, I don't want this for Carnage. Why am I accepting it here? And that's, that's really good at the end of the day. Um, I thank them for everything. Like, as I say, they've done a lot for me. Yeah. Um, and without them, Carnage wouldn't exist. You know, uh, I wouldn't have met Danny. I wouldn't have met Dav. I, I wouldn't have reconnected with Aaron. So we wouldn't have uh, sort of forged this out of it. So I have to thank them for everything, but, you know. You Time to spread take, your wings. Yeah, you've you got to take the good and you've got to, you know, realise and face the bad. And sometimes the good outweighs the bad, other times you get crushed by it. And that's eventually I just didn't enjoy going there and I didn't enjoy seeing a lot of the people. And I I said, you know, i gotta, I got to go. Um, all the best to them. You know, I hope they keep going. But... Uh, they, they'll have to keep going without me, which isn't that much of a tragic loss to them, I, I imagine. But, you know, I'd like to toot my own horn a little bit and say, I did some stuff. So, yeah, that's all I really have to say on that is some things change and yeah. others stay the same. That's fair enough. Um, couldn't put that any more uh, politely or respectively, you know. So, yeah, good job on that one. And that's a good answer. Um, so roster reveal. Um, you got loads. You got loads of people. Yeah. Uh, your latest uh, reveal signee is uh, I want to say Jimmy Taylor. All right. Superstar Jimmy Taylor. Yeah. Superstar Jimmy Taylor. Um, who is he? Because I don't know him, and I'm sure people watching this, the dozens and dozens watching at home, don't know who Superstar Jimmy Taylor is. Uh, J- Jimmy's part of the new, uh, let's, let's call it, let's steal from WWE CW 2008 here and go, he's part of the new talent initiative. Um, and he, J- Jimmy's trained for a while. He's really, you know, he's had a few setbacks, a couple of injuries here and there that have really put him on the shelf for a while. Um, but through lockdown, he's had time to heal and rehab and make sure that he's okay. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he, uh, he's someone who enjoys a little bit of uh, DDPY. So his body's quite attuned now to, to that, um, which hopefully means that when he gets in the ring, he's flexible and is, you know, less um, perceptive to uh, the damage that he once was. Uh, fingers crossed for him on that. But he, he trained, I think, I want to get this right. I'm sure he trained uh, in Welsh wrestling and then moved over to RIW then later on. That's where we met. And... Um, He's a really, really nice guy. Like, um, he, I know people say, oh, no, he's a lovely guy. He actually is. He genuinely is. Um, and he is a really devoted family man. Like, I know, I think you've seen this, the contract signing. Uh, he had his niece uh, sign the contract with him, which which might mean we have a, an opponent for Endless League. We'll see. But, um, but yeah, J- Jimmy is new blood, uh, who I think could really could really be someone for the crowd to get behind and to really support and cheer on and, you know, see him through. But, you know, only time will tell. But I'm I'm rooting for him, personally. So so have you con- uh, give, given him a contract because he's a lovely guy? Was there actual potential? No, uh, I, I, knew, I knew you'd ask. I don't want to divulge too much. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give, uh, give the guy away. But, um, 
No, I've, se- I've seen him train and I've done a few training drills with him. Uh, and as you know, I am a very chain guy. Mm. I like to do the technical. Yeah. Um, and I did that a lot with him. And he was doing things that I was going, oh, wow, that's clever. And when you can when you can make someone go, oh, that's what I think is the best thing. Because okay. like if, if he's on a show and he starts busting out these things, at least five, six people in the crowd are going to go, oh, that's new. Oh, that's smart. That's clever. Um, and I just love, I love that, that aspect of it. So that's why I was pushing for him. But I know uh, Dan was pushing for him because he, yeah, he's very respectful. And in the ring, he knows where to be, when, and why he's doing it, why he's doing that. And the same with Blanche. And then Dav, I think Dav's only met him a few times. So we showed him a couple of videos of, and clips of him in training. And Dav went, you know, we, yeah, we'll give him a shot. So that's all it is. It's yeah. college is, you know, um, the, the saying is you're only ever as good as your last match. Well, Jimmy Taylor doesn't have a lot of matches to go on uh, right now, unfortunately. So we're, we're hoping that through Carnage, he can build up a, a nice, suitable repertoire and yeah. then move, move forward and go elsewhere and really make a name for himself because he loves wrestling. He really, really does. And I think that's that's a quality that a lot of people are missing out on, unfortunately. Yeah. So that, that can go for an answer on what is Carnage to you. It's it's love. The, we, everyone that we have has a passion for this and I'm so so thankful uh, because there is nothing more soul destroying than being backstage with people who don't want to be there yes uh, and that's you know it as well you can feel it you can sense it there's an energy there in there yeah uh, that's it energy and it's like you know I that's why I'm really thankful with the entire roster that we've revealed so far and that we haven't revealed so far mm. uh, that everyone that we have contacted or have contacted us really really want to wrestle really want to be a part of this so yeah um, i'm really excited about that aspect of it so yeah jimmy taylor is a passionate respectful guy that makes me go whoa that's, that's the synopsis of him yeah that's fair enough um yeah sounds like he has potential and uh yeah nice so um <clears throat> so far so every person you've revealed so far is there a reason or is it because they are from wales and it's just going to be cheap, you know. So there you are. There's your fiber. There's your tenor. Or do yeah. you actually see everybody has something different they can bring to the table? Well, you know, I'm I'm looking at them all, and like you got James Ellis, who is one of the most fast fastest rising. It's not James Ellis. It's sorry. Get it right. J- James Ellsworth. It's James Ellsworth. <laughs> you got James. You got James Ellis, who. He's one of the fastest rising uh, guys on the British scene, yeah. uh, on the Welsh scene. He's going everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I think everywhere that I've been in contact with, they're like, oh, yeah, we, we'll bring you in. Are you traveling up with James? I'm like, I've been around for double the time he's been around, and he's been <laughs> race. Um, and he, he's also, let's be honest, one of the best guys on the stick I've ever heard. Like, I pride myself on being able to, uh, to cut a few good promos, but I don't think I've heard a single bad promo from James. And he is so arrogant in them like i just want to punch him in the face that's his job exactly he's doing his job i want to punch him so he's doing it right uh you you and big d you you scared me so you know that's that's why i'm bringing you no i'm I'm bringing you two in really because you are what i've seen a really good tag team 
uh, and you came in to CWF and tore the place apart and won the belts. So, like, come here and see if you can tear our tag teams up because we've got a few of them. We got seven who are two of the most hardest hitting guys on the British scene. We got BXB who are veterans who could, you know, rip you apart limb from limb if they wanted to. You know what I mean? We got high and mighty who are high and mighty. We don't need a reason. They're high and mighty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm so glad we got to bring them in as well, by the way. I absolutely love High and Mighty. It's one of my dreams has always been to, to be in the ring with High and Mighty, you know, for a match. Because I've made them both corpse multiple times when I've been comment, uh, announcing or when I've been in the ring as a ref. So I want to see the damage I could do in the match with them. Uh, and also I know that I could learn a lot from them because Martin is one of the best technical wrestlers I've ever seen. And Mark is one of the best crowd workers I've ever seen in my entire life. So put them together and you've got magic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just, I want to see if I can get a bit of that high and mighty rub. Um, but I'm trying to think, because we've announced so many people. I'm trying to make sure that I don't name anyone we haven't announced. So, so I don't want to... For the sake of this video, would you be allowed to reveal one person? You haven't reve revealed yet. Because obviously on the last Rambles, on the last Carnage, this is Carnage version 2. Or no, whatever. Um, they revealed high and mighty. So could you reveal one person about getting I, have, I haven't got uh permission to reveal any wrestlers or anything. Any hints? Um well with in talks with a certain smart guy, uh some might call him very superior minded to come in and provide commentary for us. Uh I'm not naming any names, but it might be me. I'm not naming any names. No. Um, Who's me? Exactly, exactly. Um, but no, th there's no one where I can really announce. All I can say is that I won't be wrestling as myself. I don't wrestle anymore. The superior mind is retired, unfortunately. Uh, mainly because I sneeze and my back hurts now. And I can't be doing <laughs> that. So... You know. I'm, I'm going to be sitting out, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm trying to find something for myself to do. And uh, I, might, I might be behind a microphone as a, a commentator for Pro Wrestling Carnage. Uh, when we start up, we'll see. But um, that's the only real announcement I can give. Okay. You know, I might be on my own. I might not be. I probably won't be. But we're trying to get that second person in uh, right now. We're in, in talks with a few people for that. Uh, one in particular that I'm really excited to work with. But... Um, but no, there's no real wrestlers. Uh, I would message them real quick and see, can I announce him? But I think Danny would RKO wins me very hard. So I, I'll, uh, I'll hold off on any real announcements. Big okay. announcements. Um, because I, you know, it's a team effort and we all have yeah. to okay everything. So unfortunately, I have to let you down on that. Uh, no real roster of nice. on this one. All good. But you, at least now you know that you won't be seeing Kai Sandbrook wrestling Carnage. So, so all you Kai Sandbrook haters, you you got what you wish for. You won't you won't be seeing uh, Mind Over Matter anytime soon. So, yourself down, man. Yourself down. No need for it. Fuck the haters. I can't, put, I can't put myself down. I mean, if I put myself down anymore, I'll be in the ground because I'm a short boy. So it's uh, you no. know me. You, you know me. Come on. You, you yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, there's there's no roster members to reveal. There's one that I really want to reveal, and it's on the tip of my tongue because it's exciting and it's awesome and it's huge. But uh, 
we're gonna say he's he's from he's a ghost of wrestlers past and that's all i can really say so he has history with at least one of the four four guys that you've seen interviewed for carnage Mm. so we'll uh leave that leave it at that and if that hint is too big i know danny's gonna tell me so so i'm i'm taking a big risk here cubal yeah yeah well Oh, well, we, I can't wait to hear it, even though I think I know who it is. But um, we just keep it. We're, I think we should just go off the subject before we reveal it, just in case. Yeah, okay? yeah. I don't want to name no, him. No, 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 don't want to ruin it because, yeah. Right. So, my last question for you is recently it's come out in the wrestling world that WWE, Vince McMahon, is starting to send out, is starting to send out fines for that good old. The. The super yeah. A thigh slap. So, as a promoter, what is your thoughts on a, the thigh slap? Is it necessary? Does it make something sound epic? You know, or you know what? I, you know, I started watching wrestling in two thousand and eight, and since then, the thigh slap has been very, very prevalent. Especially mm-hmm. watching indie wrestling, it, it seems to be the thing you see it on every show now. Um, so, like, it was ingrained in my mind for a long time. Like, if you're going to kick someone, you got to slap. But you don't. It's not realistic. It's not the sound it makes. Stop. Um, like, if, if you are going to do it, if, you know, if it's ingrained in you and you can't shake it, do, you know, by all means, do it. Like, it's, it's your performance. It's your, you know, it's your work. Do what you want. You know what I mean? Uh, I won't, we won't be finding anyone for doing a thigh slap. Because, um, you know, Why? But uh, personally, I prefer if people sort of avoided them and instead, you know, made noise with their mouth or, you know, just, you know, a a grunt goes a long way in wrestling. You know what I mean? I've always been told make make enough noise so that the granny with hearing aids can hear you in the back and, you know, make enough big movements so that the same granny with, uh, with, you know, bad eyes can also see everything you're doing. Uh, and that's how how I've sort of been trained to do everything. And yeah, thigh slaps can help in that, I suppose. But to me, they just don't look realistic. They don't sound realistic. And they just get in the way. Because I just know if I was going to go through th- uh, for a thigh slap, I don't have much thigh. So I'm a miss, <laughs> okay? And just make myself look, look stupid. So it's just like, you know, but yeah, thigh, thigh slaps... If you want to do them, do them. But if you can avoid them, please stop. Yeah, that's my my PSA. Thank you for listening to my TED talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thigh slaps are overrated, overused, and uh, just even you don't kick somebody in the head, and it's a it's if, you a, if you were in a real fight, <laughs> like if you were in a street fight and you were kicking someone in the face. And you slapped your thigh. Yeah. People would look at you as if you need to go to hospital. Like, are you okay? Have you got a twitch? You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. not a thing that people do. So, like, it's it's always baffled me. Like, I'm waiting for the day where I see a football player go to kick a ball and thigh slap. I would, like, that. I'd pop for that. But, That'd be yeah. quick. It's too fair, but yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. But, you know, no, it, it's thigh slaps are unnecessary in my opinion but again it's part of wrestling now so yeah um yeah so my questions are out of the way um we have fan questions uh see see so when i announced that you was coming on again for the carnage purposes i think people 
sort of misunderstood, you know, the sort of kind of thing. You know, I wanted you on for the carnage reasons. I want people to ask you about carnage. Not about your fucking life story, because we've already had that. We've already had your life story, which was on episode... I want to... 27, I want to say. It, I, it, uh, it was in the 20s somewhere, I believe. Yeah, somewhere. So if you want to listen to Kai's life story, go over to that one. I do want um, to address that for a minute. Uh, in that, I said a lot of things that were of the time. They haven't aged well. Uh, you know, I, I devoted quite a lot to to uh, to places and people that I am no longer affiliated with uh, that haven't aged all too good. So please bear that in mind when going back and reviewing it. Because I, I did rewatch mine a, a few weeks ago and go, oh, wow, that was so misguided. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Most of the things that I say with a pinch of salt, apart from the the, the life story things, please. Thank you. Yeah. Um, by the way, it's episode twenty. I just, just episode okay. twenty. There we go. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I thought it was well, but no, definitely episode twenty. I just went through my videos and it's all there. Um, and while you're at it, watch on my um, YouTube channel. Be cheeky, subscribe. But we're going to the subscriptions and all that afterwards. Anyway, so the first question is from your buddy, uh, David Bond. Oh. Bond. Yeah, I had that joke last time. Shut up. Fun, fun story about him, actually, quick. Uh, his middle name is actually James. That's not a rib. That's legit. Just thought I'd put that out there so that if anyone backstage wants to rib him, I guess. Nice. David Bond. James Bond. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many times he's actually like had that joke. I wonder, does he have any Bond girls? Do you reckon? Like, oh man, uh, he actually told me my middle name is James, and I, I fall on, I, I gave oh. her a high five. I, mm. I actually had to like applaud her and be like, this is, this is memeing. You memed yeah. your son. You condemned him to a life of being a meme, and I love it. So, Fair play to David's mum. So his question to you is, what's your favourite wrestling moment you've been part of? Announcing Carnage. As, as you know, as cringe as it may be, uh, the outpouring of support <clears> we had as soon as we announced that was insane. Uh, if you're counting, like, in-ring, uh, my, fa- my favourite moment is probably uh, when I cut my first promo on a show and denounced the name Kerry Everett, uh, the not-so-well-remembered first iteration of the Superior Mind. Um, when I denounced that, that, and that promo is still mentioned to me today, like people quote me from that today. Um, so that, as far as actually doing something, that was that was really cool for me. But my favorite moment in you know in my time in wrestling is definitely announcing Carnage because I never imagined in a million years that I would you know be running a company or at least helping to run a company. So when that became a reality, it was like my mind's blown. I was in my nan's kitchen just crying about it. Like, yeah, I'm so cool. I'm such a badass. Um, but, you know, yeah. I am an adult, I promise. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> this have a bloke, I still don't know how you pronounce his last name, and he's actually asked me this as well. Yeah. So I, I asked him if, he, if I could, like, get a sneak peek on how you pronounce it, but he... he didn't I, I think I know, because somebody has actually said to me how you pronounce it, but I can't remember, because he's actually got a thing, he messaged the page after there's one rambles I did, and he messaged my page asking, every time you do a rambles, I'm going to post on there, 
until you get my last name right. And I was like, all right, well, fine. Probably going to be there a while. So, James Ioli. I, I, I think it's Ioli or Ioli. Yeah, Ole. Oh, we're going to say James Ole. There we go. Um, so, what's your uh, vision for Carnage as a promoter? Are you looking to revolutionise the sport or respect the foundations? Summarise: Jim Cornette or Vince Russo? Vince Russo. Right. So, first question. Um, I think it's hard to revolutionise something without at least paying attention to the history of it. So, you know, I'm not going to change the rules of wrestling. I'm not going to change the way you look at wrestling per se. Um, But I am going to look at it in a a more uh, theatrical lens because, you know, uh, my background before wrestling was acting. And now I'm going, I I go to uni and I I study theatre and film, TV and and writing. So, you know, uh, I will be planning stuff out as far as you know me and dav will work together on planning stuff out and where cameras should be at any given time uh, to make it feel a bit more cinematic um and i'm i'm working on different little different things myself to try and get a more theatrical approach to it uh i've talked to a few people that are interested in in my ideas um uh and outside of carnage as well i'm going to use the carnage name and model based sort of thing uh, on a, a play and a TV script that I'm working on uh, uh, for my uni project. So, you know, it's my vision for Carnage is, is to sort of use the model of wrestling, uh, use theatre, use TV and film, sort of merge it all together and just see what we come up with. Because I, I, I think we can come up with something really special with it. But only time will tell, really. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the vision is... Is to make it make it unique in some ways, but also respect wrestling at its roots and its and at its core. Uh, what was the second question you said? Uh, I had to summarize Vince Russo or Jim Cornette. Ah, uh, I can't hear either names without thinking of the other. To be honest, because they're just so entwined, and they um, uh, Jim Cornette because I have memories of watching Jim Cornette be a manager and hit people with that. Was it a tennis racket or was it a badminton? Yeah, he calls a he, he calls a racket. Yeah, exactly. He he did a few things. Um, <sighs> yeah. Cringe. <laughs> Vince Russo just it, you say Vince Russo and you think of the brawl for all and you you think of the stuff that we won't mention that he did with TNA. Mm. Um. <clears throat> Like all to do respect, like Vince Russo took wrestling in the way that I want to take it in a, you know, on the surface of you know, write it as as you would something else. Uh, you know, don't write the matches, write the stories. Mm. But also, he did it wrong. <laughs> like he just took it in a completely batshit insane way. Like for the time, it was needed. Yeah. But you know, it's dial it down a bit, Vince. Come on. Um, but yeah, Jim Cornette, because I'll be honest, I love hearing Jim Cornette just rant about things. Uh, I, I take great pride in just sitting back and just marveling at the, the phrases that come out of his, his southern mouth. Just just random stuff. Do you just start spouting? I love it. I think it's yeah. the, the best thing ever. So yeah, J- Jim Cornette for me. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Russo, sir. Sorry, bro. 
but uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be Jim Cornette. I think he might be mad at me. No, that's fair enough. Um, I, I think, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with Jim Cornette because he is a wrestling historian as well. I mean, you oh, know. Have you seen the video? Yeah. Room? I, I want it. I want to buy that. Like, yeah, that's it. cool. As, it is cool as hell. I, um, so cool. I think I should try and get Jim Cornette on here. How cool would that be? I think that'd be pretty yeah, cool. Get me in. I'd be a co-host. I'd, I'd get him in for Topic Thunder. I'll bring that back just for Jim Cornette. I love him. I, Topic Thunder. I, I, the stories he tells. It's yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Steve-O Jones, uh, you do events McMahon and form your own corporation stable. What five guys are you bringing on board? High and mighty. They'd, they'd, be, my, they'd be my tag team. Because it's high and mighty. So, sorry, BXB. Sorry, Seven. Sorry, you know, sorry, Yen yeah, Scare. But it's it's Martin Grant and it's, it's Mark Daniels. I have to bring them in because if I don't, I've been in a rumble with them and they've kicked the holy hell out of me and I don't want that again. So I'll bring him in. Um, that and again, what I said, technical and crowd workability is insane with them. Um, I'm trying to think because every stable should have a, for me, every stable should have a mouthpiece. So I'd be one of the five guys because I'd be the mouthpiece because I can talk for days. Uh, and then, you, know, you have a mid-card guy and you have a heavyweight guy. Uh, for me, anyway, that's how I would structure a, you know, a perfect stable. Mm. Um, so I want to bring in James Ellis as well for that sort of because we we'd have to be we we'd have to be on the mean side I think, um, and you know James can go with the best of them. I'd have him sort of come in as our sort of second in command then, and then our sort of our big brash bad guy villain, you know, sort of top guy. I just realised I was thinking of someone that we haven't announced. Well, luckily you didn't say his name. Luckily, I didn't say his name. You're correct. Mm. Correct. For the for the purposes of this, I'll make James Ellis the first in command. I almost stumbled them. I really, <laughs> genuinely almost stumbled them. Oh wow, wow! And I'd bring in Sam Parker then as my second in command under uh, J- James Ellis's singles main main event slot, because then you've got you know you've got the technical guys. You've got the the powerhouse guy because James is pretty strong. Like he's a beast of a man, to be fair. Um, and you've got the the flippy athletic guy in in Sam Parker, mm. who could also kick your head off. So I feel like that's got the, the perfect balance. And if I had to sort of fold myself, I can't be in this. You know, got to get someone else in. Then I'd I'd probably bring in someone like Blanche or Danny, of you know, to give a bit of experience in the corner of James or or Sam, uh, if High and Mighty aren't there for that match. So, there we are. Fair enough. Convoluted answer that I had to change on the fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, next question from Steve-O is, who is your all-time favourite screen management figure? I agree with the Theodore Longs, the Teddy Long, the John Laurinaitis. I'm aging myself down immediately. People are like, wow, you're a fetus. Um, so, I grew up on them, but I'm I'm an, I'm a mark. I I go back and I watch all the old stuff because I'm me. So it's between sort of Eric Bischoff and Vince McMahon. I'm counting them as as one pick because they had very similar characters. If you really look, yeah. at them. And just, just because you don't need an authority figure every week, I'm sorry, but you don't. 
just bring him on for big announcements and when someone's getting sacked or someone's getting suspended and you can be done with it. Uh, and, you know, they've done the balance with that with, with Jack Tunney really well. So I'd probably lean more towards Tunney because he wasn't there every week and he wasn't overused because it was a different time in wrestling entirely, really. So, yeah, if, yeah, Jack, we'll go with Jack Tunney. Uh, Chris Edmonds, uh, did you enjoy making me think you were dying when Danny Owens put you through a door? I think we already, I think we covered this on your first one, but for the sake of this video, please answer. We, we won't be having any repeats of that in, in Carnage, hopefully, because to be fair, I watched it back and was like, wow, I scared a lot of people, like, bad, yeah, wow, cool. Um, so yeah, it, I enjoyed it at the time, looking back, I would have done it a bit differently. I would have made sure that you knew what was going to happen, uh, first of all, because like, like nobody told him. <laughs> nobody told anyone. Uh, I thought they had, so I didn't bother. But, you know, so yeah. Message for future me. If you're going to do something stupid, let people know. <laughs> and last question by Daniel Thomas. Uh, what's your favourite match you've been involved in and which is your favourite for the wrong reasons? And Chutney. Chutney. Um, yeah. So question one. Uh, favorite match that I've been in. Um, that's really quite hard because like I haven't had all that many matches, and I haven't had all that many matches that I wasn't the greenest person in the ring for. So I mean I'm I'm still the greenest person in the ring, but like let's be fair. Um and that's good because I'm only four years in. I need to improve. That's it's always the thing, you know. Uh, but I don't know. I think me versus Johnny Royal at CWF is probably my favorite match. Good match. Just because it allowed me to go out there and actually show new people. Now it was my first time out of my home promotion, so I was, you know, getting there and really allowed to show people what I could do. And I feel the recording back uh, of um, someone in the crowd. I can't remember who it was. I don't know their name. Uh, but they said if this was bigger, he'd be everywhere uh, in reference to me because I was, you know, uh, Steve O actually messaged me about that match and he said, You were doing some stuff that were insane. You were doing this, like, you were doing this variation on a hip toss, you were doing um, this legs as a thing or whatever. Uh, why weren't you using this submission as a finish and everything and like going over? So it's a match that I could improve on, definitely. Like, it wasn't a, a perfect match by any standard, but it was a really, really good, solid match you know, to get myself, I mean, it, it got me uh, brought back, you know, until the world stopped. I was going to go back in 2020, but eh, we can't, we can't help that. But, um, but yeah, so that's my favourite match. And then favourite match for the wrong reasons, is this is going to, I think this is going to pop Danny. But we did a kid's party um, and we were supposed to go, the, the, the person who was running the party wanted us to go five to ten minutes. Of course, she didn't tell us that. So the promoter of the company that we were with, R.A.W., told us, go 20. So we went 20 minutes at a kid's party, right? And, we're, like, we knew this isn't going to be a straight-up wrestling match. So we, 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 we hand it. We hand it up good. Like, it was just over-the-top stuff. It was stupid. Um, and there was, I, I think the finish was a Superman... Finger poker doom. That's just that's the full ham of how we went, right? 
So I, I did the ooh-ah, the, the whole Roman Reigns thing. I went for, the, I done the Superman punch setup. I stopped, poked him, he bumped, I beat him. It was a stupid thing. It wasn't being recorded. It was stupid. But during the match, I didn't know this until this point. But Mr. Owens doesn't like people touching this area of his body. So I sort of went to slap him, stopped, poked his nose, and he, when I say he punched me for real, I mean, my, my head went there, my body stayed here. Because I just went. Uh, and that was one of my favorite moments. And I went, uh, we also did a spot where his children got to chop me. And the, the child that I was most worried for, like the biggest child, messed it up entirely. And then the one that I was sort of like, oh, he'd be fine. Chopped the hell out of me and really like, it was a good one. So that match is is great. If if we can if we can do stupid stuff like that in the mix of all the really good technical wrestling that we have in Carnage, not quite as stupid as that. I don't really want to think of Boca do yeah. Superman punch finish, each to their own. Um, but if we can, you know, sort of mix one or two of those matches in every few shows, I think that's perfect. Because for the majority of the match, the kids were loving it until it went 20 minutes. Yeah, I got bored. But yeah, so that, that's that's my favourite match for the wrong reasons. And it's also the only singles match I've ever had with Dan, who has never beaten me, by the way. Danny Owens has never beaten me. And because I'm never wrestling in Carnage, he can't. So... Oh, beef. Beef, there we go. You're steering the pot now. I've beaten Danny Owens twice within three matches together, I think. Uh, I've beaten him twice. And another one was won by another person in the Triple Threat. So... Sorry, sorry, Mr. Owens, but you, you, you're just not good enough to outwit the superior mind. Nice way to finish as well. So, um, yeah, that was my questions out of the way. That's the fans' questions out of the way. Is there anything else you would like to promote, plug, shoot on, whatever? Well, yeah. Um, pro, pro Wrestling Carnage, obviously, on Facebook. Pro underscore wrestling underscore carnage on uh, Instagram. And I should probably know the Twitter handle as well. I'm fairly sure it's the same as the Instagram one, if not a little bit different. It might be PW Carnage. I don't know. I'm I'm a writer. I don't do the twits. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm not a Twitter person. Uh, like I just. I'm sorry. I can do Facebook and Instagram very well, but Twitter is not a thing. So yeah, uh, get, show some love on there. We've got a, a Teespring store, as I know, Cubal, you have yourself. We've got a lot of uh, nice designs and logos there, uh, done by the very talented Mr. David Bond. You've uh, dropped a new one today as well, I believe, a Budweiser-inspired one. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the one we dropped today. I thought we dropped it two weeks ago. I'm not a salesperson at all. I really don't know what I'm doing with that. That's all down to the other, that's down to the other guys that I'm, I'm, just, I'm just here to talk about. Um, but yeah, go check us out, really. Um, we haven't set up, I don't think we set up a YouTube channel yet. I might be wrong. Again, not the social media guy that I wish I was. So, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. go on the page, check out all the you know, roster announcements, Get show them some love. Uh, go give uh, everyone a nice little like, share, and subscribe. I don't know if that doesn't work on Facebook, does it? I'm old. I'm nine, I'm 19 in three days, but I'm old. Um, so yeah, basically, I'm I'm rambling now. 
Go, this go. is why it's called Keyboard Lady Rambles yeah, because we all ramble. Why? Right. Because we really do. Go, go, go like the stuff. Go show there us the and, and, and yeah, and scare and carnage and James Ellis, Jimmy Taylor, all those. James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. Yeah. Right. So that's it now. So, Kai, thank you very much for coming on. Um, okay. Happy birthday for in three days. Mm-hmm. I'm going on your timeline anyway. Anyway, so uh, that's been Kai. I've been. The beer drinking, heavy metal listening, bald headed brawler, keyboard. We are on the road to 100 subscribers. So please subscribe to my channel, give it a like, give it a share. I'm excited. It's 100 subscribers nearly, but I couldn't give a fuck. I'm excited. Everything. Yeah, that's probably my favorite logo. Next mutation. It's so cool. Next mutation. Buy, Buy the merch. Uh, the merch. Forward slash uh, pros and carnage. There we go. Right. So, yeah, Pike Sandbrook, keyboard, stay safe, stay positive. Hashtag motherfucking yeah. yeah.